Good evening. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of High Top Sports. We are in the studio with my main man, Steven Chat. The piss missiles are engaged. We're fired piss up. Piss missiles engaged. We're a little ah. soggy from the rain here this afternoon over the next few days, but it's going to be a great show. Steven, how are we doing, big dog? My man, you you caught it. We we are uh, we're, we're soggy. It's a it's a little little wet out there. A little, it's a little humid. Moist. It's a little little cool out there though. I like it a little bit. Some a uh, little little cool air in the middle of uh, uh here at the end of September. You don't get that very often down here in Florida. A little wind, just a little action, a little action. We don't we don't evacuate though, baby. We're here. Feels feels good. Okay, weather feels good outside of the hurricane. We have a big show in store for you guys. We have a fun show in store for you guys. We have an Ian Hurricane Ian update. Uh, we've got some insider information on that. We'll give you guys a little update on that. Hurricanes, the Miami Hurricanes. What's up? What's up, big dogs? We kind of let's talk about to, it. Yeah, we're, we're gonna talk about it. We're about to live, live golf a little bit. It's getting a little dicey over there in the PGA Live era. And then we're gonna have a little bit of a throwback, going back to some history lesson when Hurric, Hurricane Matthew hit and LSU and Florida had some beef. There's been some. Uh, some old feelings brought up, and I want to address them. Then we're going to obviously break down Florida versus East Washington, what to expect. The depth chart came out today. Uh, we already saw the breaking news and trading. We'll break that down. And then, of course, our new favorite episode or segment of the show, College Football Pick'ems, which is, has been a great time, and I'm whipping Steve's ass, which is always a pleasure. So Horrible. Let's, uh, Horrible. let's, get, let's get to the, the chat. Let's say hey to everybody, and then we're going to dive right into the show. First, we got Kevin McCurley. What's going on, man? Welcome to the stream, TK Gator Nation. Dominic, who is number one, is still in our fantasy football league. Gator Gosh, Gang, holly looking American as fuck. <laughs> I love I it. I am right now. What's up, baby? <laughs> Mr. Nobody's is dope intro, brothers. Appreciate it, my man. Brooks Wade, Nashville, Tennessee, checking in, boys. These bowls are annoying AF. Couldn't agree more. Johnny's is nice hats. <laughs> Thank you, man. Scoop up your own, Bubba. Links in the description. Cody Phil says, what's it. up, guys? Hoping everybody's safe. We are at the moment. It's not, it hasn't quite arrived yet. Um, Caleb, Ricky. what's up, boo? Adrian, what's Ricky, up, baby? You made it. Piss missiles, baby. Good uh, job on the timing. Curtis Brown. Travis Ever, what's up, baby? Uh, Adrian, how we doing, big dog? Welcome to the stream. Scott 020, Christian David. All right, the whole gang is here. I love it. The boys are here. We're all, we're all ready to rock and roll. Scary money don't make money, up, baby. What's up, mama? Scared Welcome to the stream. So before we get into all this, obviously you guys know here in Florida there is a hurricane that is taking over the state of Florida as we speak. Causing the game on Saturday to be moved from Saturday at noon to Sunday at noon, which is a change, which is we're going to get into a little bit later on versus Florida versus East Washington. But one second, we're we're getting some breaking news here, Stephen. Do you hear that, Steve? Yes, we're here. We're here. I do. I do. It looks like we have somebody in out out in the field. It, it looks like we have somebody that is. You're right, Steve. In the field right now, as we speak, giving us providing an update on Hurricane Ian. I'm going to pass it over to them. It's, I'm not quite sure what's happening here. You guys just sit back and relax and see what's going on here. I'm not. Yes, yes, son. Thank you for tuning me in here. It's blowing about 45 with gusts up to 95 miles an hour. As you can see here, the trees are bending all the way over like your mother was last night. It is absolutely insane out here. How are we doing, guys? Welcome to the stream here. Uh, we're not quite. We're playing football. That looked like an Anthony Richardson pass way over the head there. Oh, it's completely sailed on him. But uh, it's blowing hard as kids. It's just raining. Piss, it's pissing cat and dogs out here. What's that? It was the wind. Okay, sure it was. Look over here. You can see the bridge and the water. Toss me here. Toss me the ball. Let's see how this guy's arm. You got it. You got it. You're on camera. Let's go. Oh, there it is. Go deep. Go deep. This is what you get here. Oh, that was a dot. You gotta get those. You gotta die for those. You gotta die for those. That was an absolute dot. Coach Billy, call me in. All right. Shouting back to you, my friend. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, and go Gators. I mean, just incredible insight. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, got, I mean, unbelievable conditions and the bravery of that man to, uh, <laughs> to to jump in there and give us a little uh, a little insight on what it looks like out here in, uh, in in the hurricane weather. My gosh. I mean, who's who's out here? Who, what other sports channels are doing that? They're giving you guys that type of inside information. I, I'll I, wait. I can't think of one. <laughs> I mean, it's just, what are we doing? You know what I mean? I mean, it's just incredible inside information for those of you that are around here. Uh, no, it wasn't yep. a Nerf ball. It was a, I don't know. We'll have to ask ask whoever that, you know, our insider, uh, 
uh, uh, yeah. Johnny Boy. Yep. We'll have to ask the him. fact that he was able to get the microphone to work so well in the, in those conditions, uh, it just it. I mean, they they clearly planned this well in advance. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We, we, they they seem prepared. They seem prepared for that. What was what to expect? What to happen? So hope you guys appreciated that. That was uh, <laughs> we had a good time making that. Uh, moving <laughs> on, we're gonna before we get into the Gator stuff, let's get into talking some smack a little bit because you know it's weird. I haven't heard from these guys. Um, the caption here: Ian is the only real hurricane in Florida because the Miami Hurricanes suck, <laughs> and they're an embarrassment <laughs> once again. And we talked about last week how they've never beaten or never led against Middle Tennessee. What's what a CP? statistic to not have on your side? Like that's unbelievable. You you have you have some insider information uh, uh, for us on some stats here of of what's because again we haven't heard from Miami fans. They usually are in the chat. They've been they've been pretty loud and proud, but they've been uh, MIA as 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 their stadium looks. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I, I think a lot of things are consistent with uh, Miami and Hurricanes. Is one, uh, you know, they only show up every once in a while, usually about once a season, typically if it's FSU. Uh, but in the grand scheme of things, it, it's 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 it is what it looks like. It's just a mess out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my gosh! So the score, forty-five to thirty-one against Middle Tennessee State, again has never led a game against Middle Tennessee State in three. Different matchups. Three. Three. And I don't believe that they've ever gone to Middle Tennessee State to play a game. That means that they have never led Middle Tennessee State at home in mm. a raucous, raucous environment. Mm. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke, two two interceptions, one for a, a, a pick six. Uh, he's been benched. He's already gone out there and looks like he's going to maybe potentially start dabbling in the uh, that transfer portal. Uh, also, really? uh, that was supposed to be a Heisman. Could, he was supposed to be. Look, mm. that was supposed to be a top ten team coming in. Mm. Uh, mm. Neither, mm. Uh, none of their running backs had more than sixty yards rushing against the mighty uh, uh, Blue Raiders defense. Um, and Jalen Knight, who Gary Furman, who was a big uh, Miami uh, like guy who writes about him, uh, wrote an article going into the season that. It was going to, it's time for Jalen Knighton to show his superstar talent. Uh, he was held to two carries, one yard. He's not even the leading back anymore. Uh, they gave up four plays of 75 yards or more. That's right. If you do the math there, uh, that means that they gave up the entire, typically an entire game worth of, of, of offense in just four plays. So I guess back to you, Shelton, uh, are the Canes done here? I mean, they they could they they looked pedestrian against Texas A and M, even when they had when they when they were able to move the ball. They I don't know what in the hell happened against Middle Tennessee State. Again, you can't even get a lead at any point in the game. Um, the, the the offensive coordinator for Miami was mentioned as a candidate for the Georgia Tech job, and now it looks like he might get fired mid season. I don't know if they know what direction is up down. Yellow, left, green, 17, 42. I, got, I mean, that, that that team right now looks lost. Just lost. Okay. So, my question, you asked me, are they done? Uh, I, I think you have to start to, to be to be done, right? You can't That's have true. something be, you know, finished. It's never really started. Like so, I don't, I, I, I don't think the Canes aren't done because they never even got it going, to be honest with you. I think, uh, look, <clears throat> the hype for Miami was unreal. I think as Florida internally... As fans, as we were pretty excited, I feel like we probably hyped it up a lot more. And we look, I think I still think it's going to be a great season and a winning season for Florida, uh, being you know nine and three, eight and four, whatever it may be. That's still a W. But Miami was being publicized pretty pretty publicly on being a top competitor this year because of what the ACC is. And for some reason, they felt that they were going to go from a six and six team last year to all of a sudden just being the man this year because oh the goat. Goat the ball, crystal ball, whatever they were nicknaming this guy was going to come in. And, I mean, he got fired from Oregon for a reason. Right? He fired, got fired, right? He didn't leave Oregon. Or did he leave Oregon? I, I thought he left Oregon, and then they they got their new guy. He, he wasn't fired. He left. He left. Okay. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know why he left Oregon. I don't know. He had a good gig there. But, uh, look, he I did. think it's, I think it's going to take Miami some time. I'm not, that's the one thing I think Miami fans, they got to realize. I mean, they don't really care. They're, they're going to show up 
whenever they want to, regardless if they're doing well or not. But it is well, kind of you know, funny. it's because it's a pro stadium. It's a pro environment there. They yeah, there was really, a, there was a clip that the, college the guy thing. on Levitar where he was kind of like talking about the <laughs> making an excuse for the fact of lack of people being at the stadium. Like that was the reason being is that Miami fan or go if you go to Miami, you expect it to be light, and I, I think we we kind of went over that, and I think you do expect it to be light. It, look, he made some great points. It's a private school. It's a tiny school. Their their student body is much smaller than your typical Florida school. For them to have a stadium, a, a Miami, a, a professional stadium, they're never going to sell out because the student body isn't, isn't simply big enough. I, I get that. I respect that. But I would say the brand of Miami is bigger, or it claims to be bigger, just like Florida claims to be bigger. And you got to keep in mind, Florida student section is only one half of it. The rest of it is just your, your Bull Gators and your alumni that are filling that bad boy up. Um, is it really? Is it really half? I thought it was maybe more like a like a third. At I best. mean, you could technically, you could technically, yeah, you could technically say. I mean, it's the other side of the other half, but it kind of gets shrinking up here in the oh, corners. The other half of the stadium, and that's where they fill them. Out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Now it doesn't go up as high. Things like that, like it doesn't have layers. But I mean, they they jam packed that bad boy out with student with students. Uh, and you know, obviously, students are obviously sprinkled around as well too. But um, and I, I look, I make that argument, but he was trying to defend the fact of. That's why their fan base isn't there. Like, no, Miami fan base. To me, Miami fan base is the equivalent to LA fan base, the USC fan base. You you live in a where you live determines why you're not a fan base. Because in Gainesville, like you're not going out to the beach and hanging out on a Saturday afternoon. There's really nothing to do there besides watch football. If you're in Miami and you have options, the Miami Hurricane yeah. Miami Hurricanes football game isn't a top option. It's the same thing again no, in LA. South Beach just, is amazing. There's just yeah. so many things to do, and that's part of why the the fan base isn't really there, and it's not really exciting. Uh, we got a super chat from Gator versus anybody really quick, though. Says, that guy was hot. I had to make my wife turn away. Look, <laughs> guys, guys, some great legs. Great legs. Uh, look, beefy. Beefy. Look, the fact that he was able to hold himself up in those in those type of conditions and that whipping win, there's, there, you can't tell me that guy's not squatting 300. They're saying watch Miami beat FSU. I don't see Miami beating FSU this year. I really don't. They could. That's the kind of that's the kind of game that uh, like an FSU who's just now getting back into uh, maybe feeling like they're confident in every game. That's the kind of game that they could lose. And they've got their own game this week. Heaven forbid we we start looking ahead. Wake Forest. I know it sounds like a laugher, but Wake Forest has been playing good football. Uh, but that's the kind of game that, that look. That's the one game all year that we go into that we that they, that we they they play in a packed house like that game. People will show up for that game. So it it, it can get a little bit raucous for that. Now, look, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be, and I like Jordan Travis. I like the way he's been playing football. He seems confident, but, yeah, I don't know. That, that That's a rivalry game, just kind of like what you guys went through last week. You never you never feel confident going into it. Yeah, Muddy said he left Oregon after they left after they lost the Pac-12 championship. And I, I know when he went to Miami, he played there. I, I got that point, but it's just like my thing is the same. You have kind of a cush job where you can exist for a while. I mean, if you want to go and you want to, you know, try to attempt to create, you know, Rebring what Miami could was. I I get that. I think um, what he did is he left around the time that the NIL became prevalent. And I know that Phil Knight has a huge presence in Oregon, but uh, there's definitely some people down in Miami that can help take care of a uh, of a football team in the NIL. Um, just real fast to give anybody an idea as to what the Canes are up against for the rest of the year. North Carolina, meh. Uh, Va Tech, extremely pedestrian so far. They do have LSU or FSU at home. They're at Clemson, and they still have to play Pitt. So as of right now, at two three, and two, three losses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they could take three out of that. I mean, I mean they could, it's, I think they're, they're lose any game at this down. point. Um, right. Real quick, you guys are talking about. We don't have a subject, so I want to kind of plug it in here. Is Kermani McLean just recently came out and said that um, he he's tired of kind of you know this whole back and forth. He's ready to make a decision, and he, he will be making one soon. As of now, he's been uh, crystal balled. I want to say quarter balled, Cromani balled, crystal balled to Gainesville. <laughs> so that would be huge, obviously, for the program. I had from one of my insiders. Uh, I can't mention any names. I don't know if I can mention this, but I think that I can. Um, I got a date. That's all that I got. So I don't think there's anything serious about that. And I don't know who it's associated with this. I got this date before this information came out. Uh, but it's sometime in November, early November. I'm going to just say that. I think I can say that without getting allowing too much information. But basically, it said mark your calendar for early November. Um, what game is in November? What game is early November um, for Florida? That doesn't feel like the Texas A&M game. I don't think it's the date that he gave here. me, but it's pretty close to that game. 
Um, do, do you have an inside track? I mean, is it, is it also your, uh, your guy out in the field, uh, weathering these, these conditions? It might, I mean, it might it, be, it might be, and it might be correlated with the same guy. Yeah. But okay, I'm not going to, okay. you know, deny or agree with it. Um, so well, look, that's going to be some exciting stuff. I think that the fact that recruits are still flowing in, they are seeing a, a side of, look, it's, ex- things are looking promising. Things are looking like they're on the right direction. Guys, if we take two L's or three L's and guys are still signing, they can see the progress on the field. And that's what I keep mentioning, what I keep getting roasted for from our, my, my morale victories. It's simply just, no, I'm noticing the small W's and the increase of us getting better. And it's good to see that the players are seeing that as well. So, Yeah, yeah and we talked about that. That's It kind of goes back to the same logic of, you know, if, if a recruit is visiting and you don't win the game, does that – does that let down the experience? It doesn't. It doesn't at all. These kids are invested in their decision that they're going to make. Uh, something as silly as, you know, losing a game by, you know, a touchdown or even something like the Tennessee game, right? Where, where you know, uh, you, you guys storm back. You don't, that, they don't, they don't take away the loss. They take away the experience. And I, I know it is at Tennessee, so don't get me like flipped here, but uh it's more about showing the kids in the in the weekend, in the time that you have, what you have to offer. A lot of times the game, as long as it's not a blowout, you look inept on the field. The game doesn't really matter. In this situation so far, it, the, 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 the record doesn't really matter. Billy is able to paint the picture that he wants to show these kids down the road. And I don't believe that it's going to have any impact if they take you know if they take a loss to georgia and they're competitive it doesn't matter it's like sure. it, it's it's more about what he's showing them off you know off the camera than what it, what's happening on the camera and just uh in case your 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 uh inside guy has a track here for november your november schedule is texas a&m at texas a&m uh you are Andy. south carolina at home you're Vandy. at Vandy and at Florida State, so you only have yeah. one home game to uh, to maybe make that. So it's happen. kind of the last little cap before we we move on to the away games. Uh, real quick, though, we got a couple super chats. Daniel Riviera says, "Sunbelt, Sunbelt Billy, back at it again." That guy's always in the chat. And two bucks, Dominic says, uh, "What's up?" Forty three twenty forty three point twenty six. That translates into number one in English. <laughs> what the? F- I love it. I love it. Um, real quick, let's go into Live Golf really quick. We talked about this a few times as it's been slowly just developing over. I feel like Live Golf kind of got going when, when Billy stepped in, we stepped in. So we've kind of grown with Live Golf. So I feel like it's almost a staple <laughs> to us because we've been, you know, we've been part of it since the early stages. I mean, we all kind of have been. It's been here since just this year. But it's got this weird vibe where I thought that it wasn't going to really catch on. But they keep pulling a few big guys out there. They're they're doing a great job on a media platform of just making it fun. They allow for a more of a, a content creator impact on on the game. They're allowing the players to have more of a voice. And when you're able to come in, it's it's honestly it's it's relating to today's workforce. And that's let me let me let me explain for a little bit. The old style workforce was eight to five. You come in, you grind. You work for your paycheck. You shut up. You get your two weeks vacation. You get your insurance and you go home. You don't really bitch about it. You take what you can get and you take your slow raises and your slow promotions as they come and you kind of just sit in line and wait for it. The new generation, this up and coming generation realizes they can make a lot more money online, right? Whether it's selling weird products through Amazon or Etsy or creating videos or just selling a a single uh, service, they're realizing like, I can just go do this myself. I don't need somebody. Right. So, and now these big companies, these big Fortune 500 companies are having a hard time hiring people because it's like, look, why am I going to go work for you for 40 hours and make very little and have to follow and listen to somebody? And you don't want to hear what I have to say. Well, Lift Golf is like, is the the newer style. You can be yourself. I'm going to give you a ton of money to do less work, right? Less, less golf. You can do what you want, feel all you want. It's going to be more fun. Not as, not as competitive. Um, and look, you can hate it. You can talk as much crap as you want about it, but that's where we as a society is headed, right? And where now obviously where the, the live golf is headed and they're capitalizing on that. And now they just signed a deal with Fox because they were streaming and now they're going to be on Fox after who denied them, Steve? Oh, just about everybody. Uh, NBC, ABC, Disney, Amazon, uh, all, most of the streaming platforms. Amazon surprises uh, me. Well, not really. They got, but... it to, 
they they got into the political thing and then they it would be very it would be very hypocritical of them to to recant and go back to uh, you know allowing us to live golf with the basis of where most of the funding comes from uh like stems so it, you know, what's funny is that you know abc got into the political game nbc you know all these different people got into the political game and l and live golf signed it and and the, has the majority of their funding coming from saudi arabia which you know depending on where your 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 mindset's at has some you know there are some of their own social issues that aren't viewed very fairly upon some of these other companies um which fox news never said really much of a word about things. They never really got involved. And then when all these other companies had essentially painted themselves into a corner because they, they couldn't quite go back and even pretend to, to support Live Golf, Fox was like, well, we'll, we'll take you right here. So I, it, it's, it's kind of funny the way the whole thing played out. All these, all these companies with, uh, with their strong opinions put themselves in a position where they couldn't even make a bid. And Fox News is right there to, to scoop it right up. I think what what it shows is is I mean it, it it speaks true and true forever and always is that how much how much money has an influence on people as much as we want to say that they're that they're bad people and they suck and all that jazz right we kind of gave a little bit of flack to the golfers at first for taking the money now nobody cares anymore it's we moved up past that now Fox is gonna get flack for taking money and selling out but that's gonna eventually go away. So you have enough money to keep hushing the haters. All that goes away. Liv is going to be a real competitive in this fear. Now, is it going to be good for golf? Is it going to be bad for golf? That's where Roy stepped in. And, and you want to go ahead and give us his quote, and then we'll break down where we can get where we can go from there. Yeah, I mean, basically, he he just he he put it out there that he thought that this feud between Liv and PGA was quote unquote ripping golf apart. And he, he said, he was like, the, the fact that these two are, are going to essentially be major players in this sport, but yet they won't even have a sit down with, with both sides to try to find some, some medium ground, some level ground here. Uh, you know, it, 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 that's, that's his point is that like the players are going to play where it's, where it's best for the players. They only have, I mean, the PGA had a monopoly here on the sure. only opportunity for these guys to go to. So it, it, you know, it, now that they have an option and some of the players have gone the, the other direction, the PGA is really taking it as if, you know, it, it, it's it's a slight to them. But what Roy is saying is these guys just want to play golf. And if we could just get the two sides together, maybe we could work through it. Maybe we could get off the off. The could you imagine here. if you combine the two, kind of like the NFL, you have the East versus the West the type of AFC style? and NFC. And just, just let you have a showdown between the two. And then when you do like the WGCs and you do the pair, the pair tournaments and, and, and the group tournaments, you can have or your even own the opens. Don't you have like the, no. the, the opens where like, the well, opens well, don't have on, what, what is it? What is it where like you know the Americans play the that's the Ryder Cup and President Cup? That's what I was about to say. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, okay, yeah. We I'm just got done with the President Cup, so yeah, you would do a cup like that, right? And those to me, I feel like if you're a golfer, you love those styles of tournaments. President Cups and Ryder Cups are are just electric to watch because all year, every year, it's your typical just like clean cut golf. Everyone's respectable to one another. This is when you have a divide. You have a little shit talking because you got yeah, a little you swag. Have, right? The yeah. fans now have have a team to root for. And so you're booing golfers. You typically don't boo golfers when you watch golf unless you just kind of – you have an asshole, right? Like uh, Phil unless might get boo booed for a little bit. Yeah, unless it's boo. Uh, well, that's obviously <laughs> a different style. But, yeah, I mean, that would be awesome for golf if they would if they had it more often. You don't want to saturate it, of course, but sure. I think uh, they, they should definitely figure something out and work it together. They're, they're obviously not going anywhere anytime soon. Now that they're in with Fox, I feel like they have really made it staple now. And – they're going to have easy golf, like just golf tournaments every week. Now, I'm sure their coverage will change a little bit. Some people like it. Some people don't. But there's something out there for everybody, and it's it's just getting a lot of love. So we wanted to talk about that. But got a couple things in the chat. Uh, Gary Baker says, where can I get a high top hat? In the link in the description, go to uh, the, the merch store. You can check out all of our merch, but also the high top. It's on the second page, I believe. So go check that out. Um, what's up, Cody? Welcome to the stream, big dog. Uh, yes, U.S. did win the President Cup. Ed DePriest, what's going on? Johnny says golf sucks. Easy, Johnny. Yeah, the there's a there's a lot of like, what, what what the hell are they talking about? They're talking about golf. I hate golf. Oh, <laughs> stop, stop it. It's it's you got a little love for the NASA hoodie though. Oh, did I? Yeah, uh, Corey Burkhead. 
Okay, good. Give you a little I, love there. It's one of my favorite hoodies. All right, real quick. Um, let's go on to Hurricane LSU. So you guys remember a few years back when there was Hurricane Matthew. Uh, it was a pretty atrocious hurricane that came up inside on the east side of Florida, uh, jacked up St. Augustine where I live, and it was pretty rough. And Florida and LSU kind of got into it on what they should do with the game, whether they reschedule it, should LSU come on Sunday, should Flor- Florida go to LSU. What ended up happening is they rescheduled it six weeks out. Uh, they basically canceled a game versus their non-conference game and, and had it played in LSU, which caused us to play back-to-back games in LSU and then go back-to-back games to Florida. Um, this guy here on TikTok, let me see what his name is here really quick. Um, Matt Moscona basically wanted to throw some shade and I wanted to address it. Uh, I, re- I recall it. And I, I mean, look, I'm going to be the Homer pick here. He's obviously on the other side, but I want to hear you, hear you guys hear it really quick. Six years later of what we all knew then and was reinforced today by the same school that refused to budge then and is doing so now because their opponent is Eastern Washington. Because if it was anybody else, no doubt they wouldn't be willing to budge whatsoever. Or maybe that was just Jeremy Foley, who was a gigantic a-hole. But to the entire University of Florida community, double birds to you a-holes today, six years coming. Six years later. I mean, that was, what's up, bro? That's aggressive. Double birds? Okay. Like, both of them? Double birds. Like, that's, yeah, I mean. It's just okay. I, I don't know. It felt it felt like a very like I get what he's saying. He goes, We we adjusted for Eastern Washington and played on a Sunday. We moved it a day back, but we, we didn't budge versus LSU. So there's two parts to this. We don't know because LSU LSU's uh director came out and was like, Hey, we'll we'll come down on Sunday. They are pretty they're pretty adamant about, hey, we'll come play with you guys, we'll make this work. Here's my thing. If if from a money perspective, why would you want to play on Sunday? Everyone has to remove their schedule around, or schedule around the, the following day. Most people are scheduled to leave and fly out on Sunday, right? It's just you're not going to have a jam-packed stadium if you play the game on Sunday. It's just it, ca- it causes for a longer weekend. Now, people are going to show up. I totally get that. So that's a part of where I'm like, look, Eastern Washington, nobody's sweating that game. It's it's not like people are like lined up to go watch Florida play Eastern Washington. Let's let's right. let's call it what it is. I'm excited for the game simply because of the freshmen that are going to be playing, which we're going to get into. But outside of the fact that like if it gets moved to a Sunday or Saturday, I it does nobody cares truly. They really don't. But the LSU game would have been moved. That's a much bigger right. factor. And the big thing was is that, the, right, right. It, uh, that year the two teams were Florida was 21st, LSU was 16th. Um, so that's a that's a major primetime game. And not only that, but LSU We ended fans, up going to LSU that year, which is bene- yeah, which was beneficial did. for LSU because that was the year they were supposed to play in Florida. So we just we scheduled it for six weeks out. Now they're trying to claim like, oh, Florida was injured, they wanted time to rest. Even if that was the case, you had an opportunity to arise, you took advantage of it. The rules have changed since then, but it's like, look, I I, I don't mind the, again him kind of coming at it, but it just seems very from left field. It seems like you're 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 reaching here. Right, and I and I think this guy is not giving enough credit to the fact that uh, the athletic director for LSU at that time was Joe Alavea. I don't know if anybody remembers this guy. He he's the one who uh, who hired Ed Orgeron. This guy, if you talk about us being a bunch of of, of, of piss missiles, that guy was batshit, batshit nuts. He would say some of the most ridiculous things at booster events, all these things. I mean, he just drove coaches out. I mean, uh, I want to say he was there when, uh, gosh, who was the guy that ended up going to Kansas? Uh, they dr- drove him out. Uh, the guy who used to eat the grass with the, with the high top hat. Um, drove him out of there. Just They couldn't get a coach. That's when, that's when uh, Jimbo kept turning down LSU year after year when he was at FSU because he didn't want to coach under that guy. So I don't know, like I've, Jeremy Foley, when he was at Florida from an FSU standpoint, I hated Jeremy Foley because I thought he was a really, really good athletic director. Now, was he out for blood? Was he out for like doing his job as best as possible and putting his school in the best position? Absolutely. Les Miles, thank you very much. I don't know why that couldn't come out of my head. Oh. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, Gator Gang. Um, but, but Joe Alavea was just a dick all the time. All the time, he just ran coaches out. He's also the guy that hired. Uh, yeah, he, he hired a coach and ran him out. Oh, it was it, he put him out there on blast. It was a guy from Auburn, uh, Tuberville. I want to say he, they flew Tuberville into LSU and under the cover of night after an uh, an Auburn game, 
And then when he didn't get the job, Alavea put him on blast and told everybody, yeah, he came in here for an interview. Auburn's like, what, what are you doing? Like, well, they, they, and they ended up firing him not too far down the road. is a dick. Alavea is an asshole of an athletic director, and he had a hard time getting coaches to work for him. And Orgeron took that job because he wanted that job no matter what. But he didn't want to work for for Joe Alavea. Sure. So I, I don't know, man. I, all things yeah. considered, double birds just to that knowing guy. the dynamic. Yeah, double birds to Joe Alavea. And well, to the guy that made the comment, something. too. Yeah, like, bro, just said was, something without bro, doing the research. Well, yeah, idiot. I feel like you're wrong on that one. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into enough of this all hooping and hollering. Let's get into the Florida versus Eastern Washington. That obviously has been moved to Sunday. Um, first things first, obviously, the. Uh, the death chart came out, which Trey Dean is not on it, and and neither is Dewan Black. Dewan Black is not anywhere to be found. Senior, nowhere to be found. Muddy in the chat here says he saw Dewan Black. If I'm don't mistake me if I'm wrong here, but basically kind of sitting off to himself. As was Trey Dean or Dewan, one of the two, and one had a bad attitude, etc. He's off the death chart completely, and has no reason being. Trey Dean apparently has a lower body injury, which seemed to to me came out of nowhere. I don't. It seems seems like it's just like, yeah, we're going to say that to save the ego. Uh, but homeboy's out. So Kamari Wilson's getting a start. So all the everyone's yelling and hooting and hollering, wanting to see him. You got your wish. He's coming. He will be there with Donovan McMillan. Uh, so that's going to be great to see. Look, I, I don't mind this. I don't mind the young guys getting a start during this game. This is why I'm excited for this game, to really see how we do, how we, we come out prepared. Hopefully we'll see uh, Kitna a little bit. Jack Miller is still out, so he won't, we won't see him. Venture Miller is playing. He is the number one guy. To me, I feel like he should be sitting. But obviously with, with so many freshmen starting, uh, Justin Boone's getting the start. Desmond Watson's getting the start. Uh, so I, I feel like maybe like, hey, we need a little bit of senior guidance out there early on just to make sure we can get this thing figured out. If obviously they start to do well and they can pull away, then we'll be okay. I think AR plays probably more more almost all of the game if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. If they if we're up by like a ton going into the third or maybe halfway through the third, then we'll see those other guys. But to be fair, Anthony needs it just as much as the rest of them right now. So I don't yeah, I, I, I don't see him not starting. Hopefully we can see Lorenzo. That's the biggest thing that I want to see. Uh but yeah they say Miller, which Miller Jack Miller's out still, and Ventral Ventral is playing currently. So, man, this is a perfect game. That if uh, if Jack Miller was healthy, that that you'd love to be able to get him in there, maybe in yeah. the start of the second half. Uh, this is an ideal game, and it's it's probably the game that 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 Billy had circled to to see the young talent. Kind of to your point, um, but look, uh, Richardson does need the reps. I'm not going to say that uh, that he doesn't. Um, but the reps against an under-talented team and a team that you're expected to blow out are going to look like the old-school Richardson where every time he touched the ball, he was just, you know, he was Superman on the field. I don't know if that gives him a realistic understanding of, you know, the talent that he's going to deal with in, you know, the games that are after Missouri, where it's LSU, Georgia, Texas A&M. Um, so, Reps are reps, man. Uh, in, in, when you get the younger guys in there, uh, that's always great. Uh, having uh, Jack would be uh, an ideal scenario to get him some snaps. But, you know, even having Kitna back there and hopefully being able to get him in there by, you know, the middle of the third quarter. Um, and like you said, I'd, I'd love to be able to see Lorenzo get, you know, 10, 12 carries, maybe some work on special teams just just let's see what he can do with the ball it looks like the the four-headed running back monster has been more of a three-headed monster and i just like to see what lorenzo can do we all know that he balled out at the gym couldn't keep up with you shelton but uh, yeah thank he, you for reminding them good. steve yeah i think yep. i mean look i think uh you know etn needs the reps too and so does montreal like that's what sucks is like the guys that are starters are still young and they need all they need all the reps they can get i mean regardless of what the game is the, the, those in-game reps are very important, but I'm hoping again. I think we should see them. No, no doubt we don't see them by the fourth quarter, unless it's a UF situation. I don't think that it will be, but it should be a fun, explosive game where we're putting up a lot of points. And look, I think honestly, this is the first time in a long time that I'm really excited for a game like this. Where typically, like, usually wouldn't be because it is East Washington, but we've been going through the ringer for the last four weeks. And I look, I love those kind of games, yeah, like how Florida State's schedule's been. Like, I'm not ragging on Florida State, but outside of LSU, it's not really fun to watch. Now, Louisville was close too for you, actually. That's I, can't, I had yep. to take that back. But it's it's a weird, like it's not an exciting fun because it's 
You're it's a it's a stress. Louisville was like a USF. Like that was a stressful fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you weren't hoping for that. And the first game was obviously a bomb. So it's like, look, it's great getting the W's, but as a fan, you're like, all right, I'm, I get it. We can score on these guys. Like, yeah, thank God. Um, and obviously, too, with, with it being week one, like, are you really seeing your new guys come in? Yes and no. But during the middle of the season, I feel like we've, we've kind of we've paid our dues. It's a good little break. And then Mizzou should be a fun game, I think, even though we, were, we should walk over that. And then, right, and then after that, we're right back into it. Right back into yeah, the swing yeah, they, of things. Georgia uh, at, well, at, you know, it's a, it's a 50-50. Uh, Neutral, yeah. Georgia, yeah, at Texas Neutral. A&M, who, yeah, uh, who, looks, uh, who looks like they may still have a pulse. That's going to be a fun game. Loss. Yeah. That'll be a packed house, too. I mean, that's a that's an environment. Um, and then you have South Carolina at home. You, you finished with a tough road there, my man. Uh, you're, you're 50-50 at Georgia. You're at Texas A&M. You get South Carolina at home. You go to a raucous environment out there in Nashville for Vanderbilt. And then you're at Florida State on a Friday uh, of Thanksgiving weekend. So, yeah, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough road to hoe after a, a tough four games to, to start. So you do uh, – like your – anyway um, – but yeah, but this this little stretch right here is is really where you you know you want to be able to get your guys some reps. So hopefully they can do that. Got some love from C. Day Dorsey, two two dollar super chats up. Thank you, my man. He goes pl- players finally being held accountable. Uh, yeah, with Dewan Black not playing and the trading situation, look, he they're playing it off to an injury. But I think the noise was definitely heard after last week, and I got some flack too, as I knew that I would showing trading some love. Uh, but um. <laughs> Who, who, who are we talking about putting in the slot? I see them talking about putting people in the slot. Yeah, I would love to see, uh, again, love to see me get some Lorenzo time and see how well he does and if he can perform or not. It's interesting to see that he's not playing or getting any chances, but I think we saw the wide receiver core step up last week. Zipperer stepped up. So, I, again, I think I want to see those guys playing and still getting more comfortable, especially with Pearsall, those guys moving and grooving and, and just getting comfortable catching the ball from Anthony. Right, getting comfortable with the play calling. This is a great game to let's let's go. Hey, let's see if this. We, we know the play calling is going to work, but it's how can we make Anthony comfortable? I watched the Gator Breakdown film. That channel is incredible, by the way. I love that guy to death. I don't yep. know him personally, He's good. but He's good. It, it's it's so informational. If you enjoy just kind of watching the X's and O's and understanding the game a little bit more, the guy. I mean, Florida hire that guy. The guy's dialed in. Uh, he knows he knows what he's talking <laughs> about. He knows his stuff. It's incredible. Uh, but again, like. I, I was funny because I watched his breakdown against the USF game and what we what we struggled at and what we needed to work on. Too many bunch formations, ha- setting up with the pistol, having Anthony turn around. Going into the next game, I'm watching for this, and I was like, look, we're set up with the pistol, not as much in the bunch, but the play action, he's looking up, right? He was he still had his eyes down the field. There was obviously, he still had some criticism, which I was noticing as well too, is that they would hold it too long. They were trying to settle, sell it a little bit too often. I felt at times too, like the QB draw, he wasn't selling it, selling it enough, right? And those are small things. Those are things that you get better at. It's just, it's body language, right? Where it's like yep. when you, the QB draw, hey, I need a full set, right? I mean, some of the best guys like play action to do a great job is, is uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, um, and, and people don't realize too that the small details. It's as simple as I was watching the the Sunday night football game that I against Justin Fields and Aaron Rodgers, and it was talking about the feet position, on how Aaron Rodgers sets his feet a certain way to make sure that he can be. It basically just sets the tone for him to take the steps back so we can get into a rhythm. Where Justin Fields in college he was step a certain way, and now he's changing his feet positions to give him a better one two step explode. Right, one two step pop. Um, so. Those are things that I don't. Obviously, they're not being taught because Justin Fields didn't know it in college. He's he's just now learning it. That these are small details that if hey, if you can get a hold of this now and you can build it into your repetition and create make a habit out of it, you're gonna be that much better and greater than everybody else. And that's where I think we see this transition from the college to the NFL. These guys are struggling because they don't have those small uh, minute details of hey, sell the QB draw, hey, sell the play action a little bit more. Don't hold it here. Right, but actually go through the motions because if you were to really hand it off, what do you do? You hand it off and you go past. You don't sit there. You're not Wake Forest, right? So, right. Small, small details, but it was good to see him get better. And and he did say he got better too. If there was one play where the guy and we can't always see how the the progression is past the screen, but where, where he's had a higher bird's eye view, you see the guys go out. There's nowhere to go. Anthony throws it away, which is the right thing to do. There's just we're frustrated as fans like why you throw it away. Well. You can see pretty quickly they're stacking the box. They want you. They want you to. They're, they're wanting you to throw. But the defense did great, and it was poor play calling. And the guy said that that was a poor play call, which 
improved over the game, which I think we, we realized that's how he was able to throw so much. The play calling did improve as time went on. So all these things are very promising things. Again, the guy was incredible. I didn't watch the defense side of side of it yet, but I did watch the offensive side already. So loved it. Absolutely loved yeah, it. Yeah, he, he's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I, I've actually watched a couple of his videos um, just for, for the for the love of the X's and O's and yet the simplicity on on just the way he breaks down just where the where the plays break down where where this it only takes one player out of position one player on the defensive side to give up a gap assignment one player on the offensive side to to not read the blitz or or to not you know make make the the right the right block and it just leaves somebody wide open yeah that's a that's a good channel i like that guy uh we got a super chat from yeah, mike rutledge oh, go ahead right steve Oh, it's a super chat. 20 bucks from Mike Rutledge. I bet the Vols move up on the in, into the top 10, even though they have a bye week. I told y'all about Gators, LOL. All right? Yeah, no, look. I mean, you didn't tell us. I mean, we were kind of all in the same boat here. But I look, I appreciate the the support, uh, Mike. Uh, what is appreciate the AP it, poll? What is the, the, what is it? Do we have it? The the, the poll? What, what is it right now? They're not, they're not in it. They're in the top, not in the top 25 right now. Oh, they're, got in it. they're in the top. You got top it? ten. Okay, they're number eight. All right, they're number eight. So you've got. So Kentucky he's saying that on a bye week they're going to move up. Oh, I mean, look. So I could see that happening because. Uh, well, who's in front of them? So Clemson plays North, Car- North Carolina. North yep. Carolina State. So that could be a possibility. Kentucky plays Old Miss. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. Uh, guys, I'm talking. Uh, Michigan USC, plays Arizona State. Eh. No, gosh, no. Uh, Michigan plays Iowa. That's a big one. And Bama plays they Arkansas. Just lost to Iowa State. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a that, that, yeah. But if I mean, look, if Bama loses to Arkansas at Arkansas, and Arkansas is at what uh, twenty, I don't think that Tennessee moves above Bama. I could be wrong. I could be. I could be crazy here. But yeah, there are some games out there that could that, that Tennessee could absolutely make make Bro, a move. Talk about a, playing a game. Talk about a weekend. My goodness, undefeated Ole Miss playing against Kentucky. This could be fun when we get into the pickums, but. Man, it's going to oh, be a great sure. game. Uh, another super chat to you from Gator versus anybody says Wright needs to line up in the slot. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not a big fan of him in the backfield. I feel like it's a waste. I feel like when he gets in there, I mean, he has some breakout plays, but like he's just more explosive and allow him to do a little bit of screens, slants, right? We don't, we don't, we don't do that enough. We don't give, again, I, I, I keep preaching that we don't give uh, the slant option available to Anthony enough or he's not reading it well. Uh, it's just, it's, it's there. We're not having enough tight ends kind of come across the center. To give him again that dump off pass, I think, and Naquan could be a great uh, opportunity for that as well, for sure. Yeah, uh, I like it. Uh, look, I mean, look, the the, the picks are going to be interesting. This is a great a great college football week. I know we got a little a couple of question marks here with uh, obviously Florida moving their game back. I don't think that'll matter much. I don't think it really matters when Miami plays, regardless of a hurricane, um, if they play. Uh, Mr. Nobody said, who's the guy that breaks yeah. down the video? Just type in Gator Football uh, Film Breakdown. It's Gator like, Nation. It's like Gator Nation Gator FB. Nation yeah, it's GNFB. Gator Nation yeah. Football. Fo- football. I think that's what it is. Guy's great. Guy's phenomenal. Real quick, uh, Muddy asked the question, which we usually break the news here on Tom. We've been we've had some great success on breaking news about Tom Brady on this channel. Uh, it says, is, is Tom getting a divorce? I don't know, man. I, I hope not. But it seems... It just... Like, like this is a little bit more of a bro talk here than the typical show, but right. <laughs> I think they're both professionals. If if Tom played one more year to burn that marriage, that seems outrageous to me. I think that Giselle might be making kind of just playing her card out a little bit of like I'm pissed off and you need to feel it. So you're gonna you're you're this if you're gonna play this year, that's fine. But you're gonna hate yourself. You're not getting it. You're not getting any cuter. Okay, I'm locking it down. <laughs> I'm taking the kids with me. And you're not going to hear from us. You're not going to FaceTime me. You're not going to talk to yep. me. You're mm-hmm. going to regret every day Nothing. that you wake up that you played this played this year. And I'm going to make you feel it. Now, if you're Tom Brady, 45 years old, outside of you losing the cooter for you know an entire season, you got to kind of get it to yourself. You better go win a Super Bowl, bud. <laughs> you better lock it's it in and dial it. Worth it. it. I don't. You I don't make see, it worth it. I don't see a uh, a, a divorce though. I I just I can't. Brady's wife like is whiny. Years in, yeah, Copper's T Copper TV. Brady's wife is whiny. Look, I, I, it's, I would love to say that, and it's easy for us to say that as men. Like, like, 
we want him to win. Like, I love it too because I love Tom. Like, I, I it kind of frustrates me that she's pissed about it. It's like, why are you pissed about it? But it's like, dude, when, you, when you're playing football, that's it. Like, you're not, and you know how Tom is. If you've seen any of his documentaries, it's not like he's half-assing it. The guy's dialed in. So I know how it was when I trained for my for my Ironman. I was a miserable piece of shit. Caitlin hated it. I hated it. We hated each other. You hated me. I hated you. I was a miserable asshole. I like did. it is it is an absolute grind. Now, is it the same thing? I mean, it's probably pretty close of like commitment level. Now he's he has it much easier because he has people, you know, prepping his meals and he has these things that allow for the for it to go properly, but if you're really committed and dialed in, it takes it takes a lot out of you, and it takes a lot out of your relationship. Minute, yeah. yeah. So look, I get it. I get it from both sides. I really do. Um, but I also understand the the addiction part of it. So, like, we'll yeah. See. I mean, like, it's, again, it's not like this is something new. They've been together for uh, for a, I, I, Ricky. Thank you. I hated him too. Uh, Ricky said he. I hated you. Anybody anybody who knew uh, Shelton when he was training for his Iron Man that may be in the chat, uh, feel free to let it, let him know if you yeah, hated him. It was it was miserable. Um, t- uh, Travis says Tom Brady makes too much money to leave and wants to win a Super Bowl. I don't think it's a money thing at all. I think it's simply just a pride of of winning. That's all that it is. It's nothing to do with money. There's no, there's no way. Well, it's just a vacuum, right? Like, I mean, if if you've played football this long, this is part of your life, right? And then all of a sudden, you uh you wake up and you just kind of kind of rip that away. You realize real fast, uh, maybe maybe screw those kids. He, I don't, he I don't did, like any of this. He didn't tra- he didn't transition well from it. Uh, Dominic is heading out. Says uh, on call for storm. Needs sleep. I'm number one. Get some sleep, man. Uh, yeah, that storm that storm was rough. It's it was raining here a minute ago. It just kind of seemed to tone down. We could hear it was so loud. Steve could hear hear it through the mic. Yeah. It was it was it was whipping. It was, it was, it was whipping it. through here. Um, yeah, I'm getting a little bit of what you had earlier. Now, uh, Shelton and I live on. Uh, north and south, opposite sides of town. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a little yeah, delayed yeah, in yeah, what you're, he you're, sees versus coming, what I get. It's coming to you soon. <laughs> coming, to, coming to my house. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's uh, think that we're we're good on the the Florida versus Washington. Let's get into college football pickums. Obviously, we did. We had a great time Saturday with you guys calling in. We're going to do that again this Saturday, unless we're yep. blown away by then. We're gonna we're gonna tell you your guys' record on Saturday for the for the fans. We're gonna give you our records today. So Steve. Go ahead and tell them. Oh my goodness, uh, Shelton, you walked away uh, with eight. Yeah, uh, hold on, six and seven. I came away five and eight. Uh, we uh, we actually tore uh, a little bit. I took Tennessee to cover. You took Florida. I think that was more of a, a heart pick than a head pick. Uh, but you guys were able to, to to close the gap there at the end, so they covered. Uh, and I I actually thought that Jordan Travis wasn't going to play, and I was worried that Boston College would come in and it would just be a little bit more of a presence. I actually thought that Boston College would cover the seventeen and a half, and they did not. So that uh, those two games were were the the separation between the two of us. So Shelton, you uh, my friend are the winner this oh. week. Uh, yeah. Oh. 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 All right, uh, all right. let's pretty, get into this week, and, though. And, I, and, I, I want my... and don't forget, I took a shot on Saturday and flipped my pick with Texas and completely lost that. So that was a brutal one. Uh, before that we get, been a double loss. Oh, oh, hush. But before we get into that, obviously, uh, we, we're partnered with my bookie. And uh, so you know football and you pick winners all the time. I know you guys are in there picking your winners and talking crap about my picks. So when I get paid for it at my bookie, bet single game spreads, money lines, or parlay multiple together to increase your payouts. Low contest interface and over half a million to be won. Make it so you don't have to be a pro gambler to have fun. Getting started is easy. Just visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code HITOP on your first deposit to secure a double deposit bonus. That's promo code HITOP to get your first deposit match. Dollar for dollar, all the way up to a thousand bucks. MyBookie is a proven sports book that makes it simple to bet and win. So make this your winning season winning season exclusively at MyBookie. <laughs> Boys and girls. Oh, baby. Let's oh, get some picks, man. Let's do it. But real quick, Linky's coming home, baby. Let's go, baby. It has been a it has been a grind, uh, and it has been a long road. But we are excited. Uh, I love it. He called in on Saturday. He called in. He did. Andrew, he did. Andrew it was did. Good to hear from you. Um. So wait, wait. What did he say? Hold on. I'll be home at least October tenth. I love that. I love Atta hearing that. Baby, that's that's, that's going to be here before we know it, boys and girls. Gonna be here before we know it. 
All right, let's get Andrew, into it, Steve. Congrats, man. That's great to hear. All right, let's uh, let's let's kick this thing off. So we've actually got a game tomorrow. Not a bad one, not a great one, uh, but we have number nineteen BYU at Utah State. Uh, BYU is favored by twenty four. Utah State played against Bama in the first game and got rolled. And then Utah State had a good game after that. You go first, Yeah, Steve. they kept it competitive. Uh, ah, gosh. I'll take BYU to win, but I don't think they cover. So I'm going to take Utah State. You're taking Utah State to cover? No, yeah. I'm, Utah State can keep it within 24. I'm, I'm going I'm to take It's at home. I don't know. I don't at know. BYU? No, it's at Utah. Utah at State. U- at Utah State? Oh, this is tough. Utah State's one and three. I'm taking BYU. All right, that's not a horrible pick. That's a again spreads that large are just difficult to. They are. To, they're, to they're, 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 look, that's why that's why Vegas is there. Um. All right. So Shelton, you're up on this one since you made me pick that last oh, one. Uh, this is a Friday game. Number fifteen, Washington. At UCLA. Look, this is what I like to call a sleepy time game. This oh. is like on, on a Saturday. On a Saturday, after you've watched football all day long, you've always got those Pac-12 kickoffs that go at like 10.30. So you can throw the TV on, uh, and then you just fall asleep listening to football uh, since you know good and well you woke up looking forward to it. So on Friday, we've got number 15, Washington, at UCLA. Washington is favored by two and a half. What you got? Washington all day. I'm going to do the absolute same. I don't think Washington State's bad at all this year, actually. Just Washington. Um, Just Washington, not Washington State. Continue. Oh, it is Washington. Yeah, but either way. Um, Yeah, either. I don't think either one matters when it comes to UCLA this year. Um, Let's see who we got next. So let's go back down to the SEC. We've got Kentucky. Number seven mm-hmm. at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. It's a noon kickoff. And Ole Miss is favored by seven. Yeah, I've got six and a half, but yeah, that's fine. We I'll take the seven. half. We'll take the half. Okay. Um, I love Shelton, it. You're up on this. One. I'm taking Ole this Miss. Is a good one, actually. Oh, I'm taking Ole Miss. Taking Ole Miss. I'm taking the Powder Blues. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. No change. No changes if anybody gets hurt now. Uh, I'm going to do the same. Ah, girl. This is a tough one, dude. This is, this uh, is a- you know, I'll take Kentucky just to be on the other side. Oh, oh yeah. That, that one, that, that, that's, I don't, I don't, I don't feel happy about that at all. All right. Um, let's go to the big 10. We have number four, Michigan. Oh, I, I was waiting for that. One. I just saw that one. I just saw that. One. I was like, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah baby. Uh, I've got, I've got. Look, you may have a different line. I've got Michigan favored by ten and a half. Hello. John Wilcox, three months membership. He said Mid Tennessee says they're different kinds of mid. <laughs> <laughs> they're different. They're different in the middle. They're, they're, they're says there, there's a different kind of mid. They are a different kind of mid. <laughs> they're a W kind of mid. All right, you go no. first. I went first last time. What are you doing? All right, uh, I'm going to go. It's at Iowa, but Iowa lost to Iowa State in a super ugly game. I'm going to say that Michigan wins, and they cover the spread, uh, which is 10.5. I'm going to go with Michigan. I'm taking Iowa. Fucking go, baby! Oh, this is going to be a spicy one, baby. Let's go! My gosh. Woo! The the text messages back and forth this Saturday are just going to be Oh, yeah, I hate you again. Let's go, baby! (laughs) I love this. Now college football has arrived, baby. Let's go! All right, let's go. Uh, let's go out to the whatever the the big middle of the state or the country is. We have number eighteen, Oklahoma at TCU, also a noon kickoff. Oklahoma favored by six. Oh, I hate this game. After after a huge loss for the Sooners uh, to Kansas State. Oof. Who goes first? You do on this one. I just picked Michigan. TCU gets how many points? Six. six. Not even a half on this one. Just six. I'm taking TCU. TCU at TCU. My gosh, the Horn Frog is getting all kinds of love from the uh, from the Shelton today. Uh, Oklahoma's a new coach. Venables, I loved him when he was a defensive coordinator at Clemson. 
He looks a little shaky coming into the year. Uh, I think Oklahoma wins, though. I think they they they, they cover the spread. Uh, let's go Oklahoma to, to to win that game. Okay. Uh, BB right. says, "Are you picking with points? We are picking with points." Yes, we are. Yeah, we got you. Got to cover the spread. Kevin That's McCurley, what's Kevin McCurley picked OU, and he picked Michigan. Okay, you got. Who did you pick, Steve? Sorry, I wasn't listening. I took OU. Okay, looks like you and Kevin OU, the same OU to team cover. Here. All right, I like it. Um, all right, so this one's for me. Oh, God. I love it. Uh, what an ugly game this is going to be. Purdue at Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota is favored by 10 and a half. Golly. Row the boat, dude. Um, PJ, isn't it PJ Fleck out there? Never been super impressed by him. I like I liked him when he was in the directional Michigan team, but I'm going to say that Purdue covers a ten and a half point spread in a noon game at Minnesota. So I'm going to take I'm going to take Purdue. Andrews, what's the weather? Minnesota looks like a sunny two and sunny two and cloudy. I'm taking Minnesota to roll. Give me the give it to them. They can, have, the Gophers, they, they can have ten, Ben, baby. This they is Minnesota's can. year. Eye of the Gophers, I love it. All right, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's see what we got next. Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. Number twenty-two, Wake they're Forest beef, beef at uh, the go. No, they're Gophers. It's the Golden Gophers. Okay. Uh, number twenty-two, Wake Forest at number twenty-three, Florida State. Florida State is favored by six uh, at a three-thirty game. <laughs> this was your first pick. No, you go. It is yours. It's your team. You have to pick it first. You That's the rule. Don't be a pansy. Pick, make the pick, Steven. Florida State's favored by six. I see him winning by five. I'll take uh, Wake Forest. Wow, you're, you're no. You are such a loser. You I are said, such. I, you I are said such, that she would win. You, no, I take no, no, no. No. Oh, so you want to take the points out of this? No, you take. So, so we do. So we do zero points, and we just pick this game straight up. And I'll do the same thing with Florida. You no, said they're gonna, how many? How many points do you think they're going to win by? How many points do you think they're going to win by? Five. Then how, I'll give you five. I get five then, and I'm taking Wake Forest. Make it be fair. Shake. All right, so five. Deal. Shake. Other hand, idiot. Oops, sorry, we're inversed here. Okay. Uh, all right. So I'm taking FSU, <laughs> uh, and you're taking you're taking minus Wake. five. Wake Forest gets yeah, five. five. I, I changed it on here. I changed it on here. All right. Uh, and I think that's still a good pick for you. That's going to be a tough game for FSU. Um, I, keep in mind, uh, Wake Forest just took Doak uh, or uh, just took Clemson to double overtime. And no, BB Bean, I don't think that Doak will be rained on. That storm is going way, way, way east. east. Yeah, I don't think that's going to matter at all. The only thing that may matter is if uh, Wake Forest decides not to travel because they have to travel through the storm to get there. Um, all right, uh, let's go back out to the Midwest. I've got number nine, Oklahoma State, at number 16, Baylor. Um, and this one is absolutely yours because I had to pick the last one. Baylor is favored by two and a half, 330 game in Baylor. I know. I, I like Oklahoma State. Go on, right. baby. Okay, yeah, I, I do too, but I'll take Baylor. This is going to be a hell of a week. Why Baylor's favored by two and a half, and they're out and they're and they're out right. Go, go boys, go I'm Cowboys, gonna, baby! Uh, I'm going to yeah. I'll I'll take Baylor. Just yeah, Gator Games has Oklahoma State here. money line. This was the rematch of the Pac-12 championship last year. Love it. Yeah, this is going to be yeah. a great weekend. Okay, great weekend to stay indoors and yeah. do it. That's a good. That's a good game though. That's definitely a game that I'll have on like the the, the last button. Bro, that's the same so time as watching, Alabama versus Arkansas. Brutal. It is because that's our next game. <laughs> Alabama at Arkansas, three thirty game. Uh, Bama is favored by fifteen and Wild. a half. Wild. Fifteen and a half. I have seventeen at Arkansas. Do seventeen. Do, do seventeen. All right, I'll switch it. Well, if it's, if it's that, then let's do sixteen and a half or seventeen and a half. I hate. I don't. I don't want ties. All right, do 16 and a half. 16.5. All right. Um, I'm up. What's over and under for what, Cody? Which game, bud? Go ahead. Yeah, you're up. You're up. Go. Uh, I'll take 
gosh, I'll take Alabama. Alabama covers that spread. I'll take Alabama. I'm taking Arkansas. All right. Gotcha. No, this is going to be this is really going to be a slaughterhouse or that's a that's a big spread for that game, guys. That's for, that's so game. disrespectful. If I'm Arkansas's coach, bro. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Oddly, I don't know, but I should by now. Um, all right, let's stay in the SEC. Shelton, this one is yours. We have Texas A&M at Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 4 p.m. game, SEC Network. And Mississippi, Mississippi State favorite. is giving. I've got three. What do you have? I have four. We'll do three and a half. All right, 3.5. You're up. I'm taking, I'm taking Texas A&M all day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I can't keep dry down the other side of the line just for the uh, – Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I, I just – I don't know. I, I thought Mississippi State was going to play better the last time I watched them, and they just didn't. Uh, another good one here, uh, and this one's on me. Shit. Uh, number 10, NC State at Clemson. Mm. It is the 7.30. It's on ABC, too. It's not even ESPN. Mm. It's a, it's a, it is the primest of times at Clemson. Uh, I will say NC State can cover a six-and-a-half-point spread. I think Clemson wins it, but I think NC State can stay within a touchdown. I'm going to take NC State. I think Clemson went through the gauntlet last week. They dominate this coming week. Give me Clemson. Um, I'm only doing that because I want to go against you. I really wanted to go NC State, but I'll take Clemson here. (laughs) Fair enough. That's why why the benefit of picking. Um, All right. All right. Let's go. Let's finish this thing off in the SEC, and then we'll do your game to uh, to wrap it up. Uh, Georgia, number one, at Missouri, 730, SEC Network. Georgia favored by 27 and a half. Give me Georgia. Shelton. You Georgia, taking Georgia yeah. on that? Yeah, yeah, they're gonna blow Mizzou out of the water. Um, twenty-seven and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna take Georgia too. Uh, it's just I can't with Mizzou right now. They're just mm-mm. all right. <clears throat> let's uh, let's take it down to the Baylor game is Gainesville. over. Over under is fifty-six and a half. Gainesville, there's, what are the points? What's the point spread? I don't have the point spread yeah, for that game. Too, I've looked all is, over. There isn't one because it's too big. It, because it's yeah, it was it was it's moved it's, around it's too much. It's too impossible to pick. Yeah, I don't. I yeah. Even gonna touch it with do we want to do it? Do we want to do it? Or what do we? We could do it on the we, on the. We can make we can make our own Saturday points up. shoot. We can make our own points up. Okay, so I, we're both going to take Florida, right? I guess. Like, so I mean, what points? How many points do you want to do? Twenty-five. They did twenty-four for USF, so I think let's do thirty-one. Okay. All right, Shelton, it's your your team. You're up. Florida. Thirty one. So thirty one million. Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida by a million. <laughs> uh negative thirty one. Thirty one and a half. Thirty one and a half. No 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 ties. So thirty one and a half. Okay. Uh Eastern Washington. God, this is still stupid. This is still stupid. Uh that's just it's just trash. Whatever. I'm not uh, Eastern Washington. No, oh, you hater. No, I'm not a hater. You I'm just kidding. <laughs> you took Wake. Uh, it just gives us a reason to, to to give us the banter. Um. Oh, one thing I did want to throw out there uh, is I don't know why this week was the week that they all decided to do it, but we will see some wild uh, uniform combinations. Uh, we have got. Uh, Ohio State doing a blackout, all black uniforms. Oh, San wow. Jose State is doing something different. Um, let me see. It's loading as I go. Uh, App State is doing a blackout. Washington State is doing a blackout. Arkansas State blackout. Arkansas, uh, let me see. Oh, we have Mississippi State doing throwback back to 1972. So that's going to look a little. That's going to look different. It doesn't look a lot different. I can see it here, uh, a lot different than what they do now. But it's it's going to have certainly a vintage look to it. Uh, Carolina is going back to uh, a '90s throwback. Uh, Oregon State is doing a, a different combination. Uh, Northern Illinois. I don't even think anybody knows where Northern Illinois is, but I love that. Uh, I'm SMU. excited. And uh, yeah. the Bengals are doing a little white whitey to white out tomorrow. They're classy. 
So I love yeah, that. Oregon's doing something different with theirs, but no shocker. Right, right. I love it. Well, hey, Steve, um, great right, show. I, I could be. I, I mean, it looks like that's for this game. But wait, it's just, great, hey, great show. Thank you, thank, thank you to Johnny to see you. for the update on Hurricane Ian. Uh, that was a pleasure. If you missed that, guys, go back to the beginning of the show uh, and check that out. It was phenomenal insight on the storm here. Um, but look, great night, guys. Brave. Stay safe if you're here in Florida with the storm rolling through here. Uh, glad we could hop on and hang out with you guys today and give you a little bit of a break in the monotony of this hurricane. If you are in Florida, I'm sure it's all that's been on your mind and all you've been looking at. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, be back here on Saturday where we will do our college game day live where we have the fans call in. We had a great episode last week. We plan to have even a better show this in the coming week. So We got your picks. We're going to look at your picks versus our picks. We're going to talk about who's uh, who's smarter, the, the, the piss missiles or these two piss idiots. Also, too, guys, if you guys haven't been watching the NFL picks, we're we got a we got a guy. We're on it, and Baby, we were twelve and five last week. Twelve and five. If you're if not, you're not using cash- that my bookie, <laughs> like you should be that right there. My gosh, it's W boys. I mean, well, that's money, that's baby. professional stuff. Anyways, boys and girls, uh, we be be here Saturday. We'll be hanging out. Stay stay safe. Be good. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. Until then, I'm Sheldon, and I'm Holly. Boogity boogity boogity. I'm a human being Covered them with tattoos So you can't see Knew it from the start You had problems Oh, I missed I missed Hold on real quick Before we go for it I saw We missed Super Chat Sorry, North Florida White Trash Almost I almost missed it Hold on Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, He says This hurricane reminds me of my ex Coming in all wet and hot But leaving my house and car (laughs) But leaving with my house and car (laughs) I love that guy, bro (laughs) Love that guy (laughs) 